0: Never in the history of the world have the merchants of obscenity had available to them the modern facilities for disseminating this filth. Disseminating this filth. The onslaught of the communist masters of deceit.
1: Reporting. Who's ready for some coordinated harassment? Harassment. <laughs> harassment?
2: harassment. 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 Everyone get in
1: force. Get in line.
0: Stephen, did they do that at your Boy Scout camp? Um, the announcement song. Oh, yes, yes. Lots of announcement songs. Okay.
1: The announcement song?
0: It was just announcements, announcements, announcements.
1: But That's this good. time That's we're doing
2: catchy. it as harassment for the yeah. Liz yes. lads. That's what
0: I was thinking. I was wondering if the Liz lads. The Liz
1: lads. Okay.
0: okay. So an Eagle Scout had similar experiences.
2: Shut up.
1: <laughs> Shout out once, to Eagle Scouts. Once an Eagle Scout. Which you'll Scout, do with Boy Scouts for so long for.
0: Once um, an Eagle Scout, always an Eagle Scout. Yeah, it's what Which heard. means that Steven Spielberg and Steven here is uh <laughs> I ben believe Eagles. every
2: president
0: who are
1: most presidents.
0: Several presidents. Several I don't think presidents. everyone. Well, I mean I,
1: All right. Well Welcome to Pinko Kami Sluts. This is our second episode. Uh our, our real um Humdinger. Humdinger of an episode. We're downloading the results from Super Tuesday and all the subsequent goings-on. Super Tuesday happened, but before it even could commence, a little, little Mayor Pete and Amy Klobuchar dropped man. out and coalesced behind the old b- Daddy Biden. The
2: But a char.
1: Sad to see him go, guys. (laughs) Sad to see him go. Uh, But they did as expected, which is get behind Biden.
2: It's surprising. It's surprising to see how well coordinated they
0: were. Yeah, I mean, Warren had a donor surge at the same time.
1: Do you Um, guys think they got? They all got the same phone call
2: from President Obama.
0: Yeah, I think that Warren didn't necessarily get called in but i think that she got a donor surge right before super tuesday
1: yeah i think i'm on i i don't know if it's coordinated because i'm sort of there was coordination well obviously but i i think we're not making enough of the antagonism that exists between Elizabeth Warren and several members of the Obama administration. Mm. You know, she did pee in their faces and all. So, Rahm Emanuel.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. He wanted her to stop
1: pissing in their face.
0: Okay.
1: That's a quote from Rahm Emanuel. Uh, So, I just am hoping Liz Warren right now is. uh, Let's talk about Liz Warren. There are two wolves fighting inside Liz Warren. One hates Biden. One's still mad at Bernie. (laughs) Which one will she feed?
2: Depends on who bullies her more.
1: I guess. Oh, gosh. There's so much to talk about. Liz Warren dropped out today. It is uh, March March. 5th. Hot off the press. She dropped out today. I am open to Liz uh, redeeming herself.
2: What would redeem her? Tell us. What would redeem her? What are the stipulations that would redeem that snake emoji
1: I think uh, she walks back her walkbacks she goes back to her former positions of uh, being willing to abolish private insurance um, and throws her support behind Bernie in a way that is meaningful and genuine and resonates with the people who just wanted to be progressive just because Liz said so and not for realsies I am a firm believer that all politicians are certified psychos And uh, I believe Mr. Bernie Sanders is a psycho for good. He's obsessed with getting us health care. And I don't think Liz is as obsessed with those things. But the people who... Uh,
0: She kind of is just a careerist. Uh, I think that's fairly clear. I mean, she generally, you know, worked her way up the tenure track, Ivy League professorship thing. She sold like... I, I, she sold some like fucking self-help books. I remember reading this article. I don't know if anyone else did, but uh, she, she's she got some like self-help books that like make Marianne Williamson honestly look scientific as fuck. Like,
1: Wait, uh, Liz Warren? Yeah, Liz Warren. She uh, wrote a self-help book?
0: Yeah, yeah, her and her daughter did. Like, Oh, uh, I, I... It was like pre-Two Income Trap. It was like sort of like...
1: You know, yeah. It's
0: like a financial vision board, basically.
1: I'm not super... Fr- I'm... Somewhat familiar with what you're talking about, because I do remember there's a book she and her well, the daughter wrote.
0: Trap, which was the, like, famous one of her mm-hmm. and her daughters. Uh, and that, from what I know, makes some good points. Uh, but no, prior to that, like, she it might not have been with her daughter. I don't know. I read this article, like, a few months ago. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, by all accounts, a fucking self-help book.
2: So you're predicting that she she backs Bernie? and
1: I'm not so much predicting, but I've, look, part of my analysis here on the show is my vibes, guys, uh, the orbs. And I do have a little bit of a vibe that Liz Warren is really having a dark night of the soul right now. And she wants to decide what her legacy is. I just hope she sees it Outside of the Clinton and et cetera staffers that have been advising her, yeah, I, think,
0: I think her, I think her general like professional brain is going to just say your path forward is to do some good as a um, secretary of finance or whatever the fuck for uh, the Biden administration. Like I, I just. I think that's the safer bet. That's the bet that makes the most sense for her.
2: I'm in agreement with this. I think the best-case scenario is she and Bernie throw a giant powwow with the squad and Tulsi Gabbard and all the so-called progressives um, all get together in Michigan uh, with Michael Moore. And they throw a giant rally on Saturday night.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Bernie did cancel his Mississippi rally to go to Michigan. It seems like it's going to be something, kind of a big deal. So who knows what's being planned. But look, guys, we're going to have to suck some dicks at some point during this, uh, if we're going to go all the way. And I'm just saying, a Liz Warren dick isn't the worst dick we could suck uh, in terms of compromising. She,
0: she could have said- When she did her answer today about, you know, who are you endorsing? And she's like, oh, I'm not going to endorse anyone right now. She didn't say, like, I'll have an announcement in the next week. Like, it's the answer that you give for you're waiting for the primary to end.
2: Yeah, I think that's the more impression. She has proven herself to be an institutionalist. She has proven herself to be aligned with whatever institution the Democratic Party is kind of banking on and nothing in her the last six months has shown that she is going to drop everything and, and endorse Bernie. She ran a god-awful campaign. She misread the electorate. She tried to appeal to everybody but got barely any support in her home state or anywhere else and uh, I'm I'm going on she endorses Biden uh, at the convention, if not before that. Falls in line with uh, the safer racehorse.
1: I guess this gives me an opportunity to mention, I went to Canvas for Bernard uh, in Massachusetts, so I was being a real big bitch to uh, to Elizabeth Warren. How was your- own In her own state. It was just where they said they needed people that was drivable. I've never uh, one, I've never canvassed before and I've never done uh, anything like this during a primary. It's always been during the general. I get bullied into phone banking and etc. But this was the first time uh, I went with a bunch of comics. We got up early on a weekend and we went to talk to some people about Bernie Sanders. Uh, We were in Pittsfield and Springfield, Massachusetts. The neighborhoods were some were kind of upscale suburban, some were not as much. Uh, we did get to go to some Spanish-speaking neighborhoods, and luckily, I was paired with somebody who spoke Spanish. I did get to say Nomas Trump" a lot mm. during that canvas. But um, it was interesting. most people most people were warm to Bernie. Uh, That we talked to, I had a couple, um, I did meet some, a couple Warren supporters, but they were also very warm on Bernie. They were not, what's reflected on the Twitter, we should all remember, Twitter's only some of us assholes and not necessarily reflective of all the assholes paying attention right now. It did kind of feel like no other campaigns had done anything Mm. in these areas. Not even Um, Liz? It didn't seem like anyone had been around. There was no signage. Definitely nobody had come in person to Canvas. That was really apparent to me. I thought they were going to be more annoyed. I mean, certainly Mm. some people were like, yeah, see ya. But uh, the people we spoke to seemed to appreciate it. I was sort of taken aback. Mm. Also, we had... Good info where their polling place was. (laughs) Very practical information, which I actually think that should be more of the thrust of it. I sort of wished that the materials I had to hand out would have been um, just their polling place and the times, and like contact this if you need a ride, like that. I wish we were doing it was a little bit more like that, because that was more of the challenge was just reminding people there was an election mm. and convincing them that it was worth it for them to to do it. Um, not so much actually convincing someone who was on the fence to, um, you know, to come over to Bernie. That, that was such a minuscule part of it.
2: How did you feel watching the returns the other night?
1: For Super Tuesday or... From Massachusetts? For Massachusetts. Uh, for Massachusetts. I was bummed because it did look like for a while early in the night that Bernie was going to take it. And I was going to, of course, take credit um, for this. Uh, I was massively disappointed that it was uh, Biden. It would have been fine if it was Warren to me. her mm. state, all that stuff. I did feel like in the... Areas we were in, a lot of people were super into Bernie, super aware of the, the the campaign. So I don't know. It was my first time canvassing. I think I'm gonna do it again. Talk. I think I might go to Pennsylvania, mm. maybe bother some more people at their residence. I encourage everyone. It's very it's very easy to get involved if you are so inspired. You can make phone calls. You can text for Bernie, even if you can't drag your ass somewhere and tell people in person.
0: Yeah, I've been uh, doing the local campaigns uh, with DSA, which also all of those canvases double as uh, burning canvases. You know, most people don't talk to you, but it's really not that difficult to do. And uh, yeah, you should do it.
1: You should do it. Warren dropping out, guys. It's... uh. It's time to talk about feminism. Uh, I, I, as the, uh, the woman, I guess, <laughs> in the room right now, in this moment, uh, I had the fun experience this election um, of being accused of a lot of internalized misogyny because I wasn't supporting Warren as my number one. Mm. And it, kind of sucked. It was hurtful because it sometimes came from people who do know me somewhat as a person. That was weird to have people question my whole character just because I wasn't supporting who they liked the most.
2: What did they say to you?
1: Well, I very directly got accused of uh, internalized misogyny. They, I believe what was said was, I'm sorry your internalized misogyny is getting in the way of you supporting a great candidate. It's frustrating because I'm somebody who is frequently accused of being a misandrist and a feminazi, and you can't have it both ways. You know, it, it can't be both. If I'm held up as the great hater of men, I cannot also be the internal, eternal misogynist. Also, it's offensive as fuck. Like, I can't think for myself. I can't assess what I want in a candidate. Uh, They never asked me why. You know, they never were curious. Hardly. uh, Why? Why? They just... Jumped right to.
0: You've gotten in fights with Rouge V back when that meant something. So I I certainly did.
1: I want listeners
0: to know that
1: I'm deep. I'm deep in the internet for many years. Rouge V back in the day. He's still living in his mom's basement. I'm pretty sure, but he was a (laughs) great bread now. He's a writer of how to pick. He was kind of in the pickup artist sort of subculture of the early aughts. Our
0: yeah, early pickup artists, men's rights, men's rights activists, activists moved and into all that, that sort of collapsed into inceldom and the alt-right in this weird
1: And he used thing. to, uh, uh, he hated a blog I used to do with um, my old roommate, which was about feminism. And we our, our readership was almost exclusively uh, of this variety of men's rights-y kind of pickup artist people. Yeah, so... I know all about fighting on the internet and hating men. Yeah, it's spectacularly frustrating because as a comedian, like that is a thing people say about me, whether they like mean it sort of tongue in cheek or they legitimately think I'm too mean to men, that is uh, associated with me. So, so frustrating to have women be like, I'm so sorry, you just want boys to like you. (laughs) And I'm
2: like, and are they mostly men also? Or it's,
1: it, no, it, it's a mix? It was a mix. It was definitely a mix. Uh, there were definitely other women. That was the toughest for me to deal with is other women that I like personally either painting all Bernie supporters as this really broad like, oh, Liz Warren's got the same ideas as Bernie. If you don't support her, it's because you're a misogynist. Like that was disappointing to see from people I knew. And then there were a few who were like outright antagonistic, but there was a lot of dudes, a lot of Liz lads out there. And that was so obnoxious um, to be mansplained to about how to be a good feminist. That was a really fun time, but it's over now. Liz is out, remains to be seen. Personally, I am voting for more diplomacy. Uh, I'm in the orb gang, So we've already got a new welcoming emoji planned. That oh shit should she should she come aboard? We've got something nice for her. So really appreciate my graciousness
0: here. And uh, (laughs) I also
2: diplomatic amongst
0: us. Yeah, I mean, well, also I was going to say prior to this, uh, you mentioned the whole uh, emojis abuse thing. I don't know if you want to... uh
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I want to get into that. I want to get into some of the tone I saw online, which was conflating the sending of emojis, teeny tiny little pictures with full-on abuse, uh, belittles abuse, guys. It's really offensive to me. Uh, personally, (laughs) um, as someone who has both experienced actual abuse and harassment on the internet. That's what you call it when it's on the internet and it bothers you. It's harassment. And I don't actually elevate just the sending of an emoji to harassment. That's not a threat. It's the equivalent to somebody fucking up and saying something bad about Beyonce and getting a bunch of bees in their mentions. It's annoying people it was do it
0: for a while.
1: Yes, true. But do we blame Beyonce for the beehive? Do we hold her responsible
0: more, more so than that um, doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, none of at it all. matters.
1: It absolutely doesn't matter. There is no material harm brought to anybody so via emoji.
2: So we're in Encouraging this form of harassment. Look,
1: I, you know what? I gotta admit, I did not fire off Nary a snake emoji and uh, publicly, I did not do that. And I don't want to be held responsible for those who did, but those who did were just fucking sending an emoji. That is literally take all it is.
2: responsibility for all of it. <laughs> Marlo was the snake emoji king.
1: It was his brainchild. <laughs> Also, I thought it was really troubling the amount of women saying that the snake specifically was so misogynistic and as if it wasn't like, oh, snake in the grass, like, she's like, be mean to Bernie. Yeah, they or, all like, became
2: Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. They
1: yeah, like, yeah, became the, Dan Brown, like,
0: deep al- <laughs> from allegorical the Da Vinci Code, about. Eve and the snake. They, they and became, that's bad blah. shit. That's they,
1: fucking bullshit. They all became
0: semiotics experts.
2: They all have a, a diagram of symbols that means things to whatever they project on them.
0: Yeah, and at least, I mean, at least with Warren, like, she is a woman. Like, with Pete, it was just like, well, rats mean Jews. And it's like, well, Pete's not Jewish. Yeah, but, like, the rat means Jew.
1: And come on, <laughs> give us a break. Pete,
0: Objectively. Looks
1: like a rat, objectively, or at least lo- a gerbil, like he, or like something in the that area. Some I mean, people resemble yeah, to, animals.
0: To put it in terms that these idiots can understand, he looks <laughs> like Peter Pettigrew. He, uh, like oh, a shit. diet oh, shit. Peter Oh, Pettigrew. shit. Oh, shit. He's... He, he's Potter-splaining
2: to the Hermione I mean, he he looks
0: like a man who was at one point a rat or could transform into a rat if he wanted to or something. You know, if he was cursed by, like, some fairy tale witch, he would become the rat. Um,
1: Obviously. Obviously. Stop overthinking it, guys. They're doing it on purpose because they want to be victims of of the mean Bernie bro army. And at a certain point, shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't give a shit anymore. I have actually been threatened on the internet. I've actually been abused. I've actually been harassed. None of the other candidates are held responsible for the actions of their surrogates. And they keep referring to just people on the internet Um, as Bernie surrogates in a way that is disingenuous. Not every person who likes Bernie who's on the internet is a Bernie surrogate. Also, I, frankly, with Warren's campaign specifically, I saw a lot of really awful harassment launched at Native activists Mm. by Warren supporters for any that said anything critical about Warren's handling of the, saying she was Native American and et cetera, so forth. She went expressly against the wishes of Native activists who specifically told her, "Do not do this," and when uh, Native activists were critical online, I saw them get a lot of harassment, and no one ever addressed that. And I felt like it was addressed. I felt like it was dealt with the same way that this whole issue was. The assumption being, I guess, that not enough Native Americans are actual citizens, so who cares? Because they're not voting. Like that's what it felt like. And frankly, I always. Think this is a personal thing. I look at how politicians approach issues with Native Americans and I feel like it's really reflective of their character. It's uh, one of my idiosyncrasies when it comes to American politics. I do do this. So I just, until everyone's responsible for every dipshit that likes them, I don't really care. She
2: just ran a terrible campaign. Why? Like, you can admit that. You, I can admit some faults of Bernie and uh, Liz Warren from the very beginning ran an awful campaign. Anytime that she addressed anything about her own identity she just fell on her face. Um, Whether it was the DNA thing, whether it was attacking Bernie as being a sexist, whether it was deciding to take money from a super PAC and reversing her decision because women didn't have as much money as the men. She always used identity as t- a crutch, really, and it, it always fell flat, and her campaign suffered from it. Sorry, Liz Lads. Well, um, I'm not going to be diplomatic as Bunny is. It's fine.
1: Uh, I am compulsively diplomatic, but I also just want to point out, despite, I agree, I don't think Liz Warren has... Uh, great political instincts. I think she's made a lot of decisions I just honestly didn't understand. But devil's advocate, I guess, for her supporters, I do understand the things that they we're glomming on to. She's a good student. She's done the work. She's... She's,
2: she's the professor and the student. She's the model sh- professor and the student at the same time.
0: She fills out all the check boxes that everyone who was in a gifted children's program was told you need to check off. Exactly. I mean, so does Judge, frankly. Uh, he's, if anything, slightly more blatant about it, whereas Liz Warren is more advanced in her career so you think of her as the cool professor that you had in undergrad yeah, no, she, she checks off a bunch of checkboxes and people think that that matters. It doesn't matter. The reason it doesn't matter is because politics isn't about competence. Politics isn't, there isn't an agreed upon way to run the country. That's why we have elections. So you can't just be good or qualified at it. You have to actually have people to, who agree with what you want to do it is a battle of ideas and her ideas weren't that inspiring at the end of the
1: day. Well, I think it was the idea of ideas that was the, the most inspiring. Yeah, like I, I don't mean that even um, as full of a shithead as, as I do kind of mean it. I mean that I found a lot of people were really hung up on she's got the plans, she's got the plans, look at all these plans and then when I questioned them because I had read some of her plans, they obviously had not and it was like, well, but she's got a 10-page paper here, so, you know.
2: Her two slogans were I've got a plan for that and big structural change. Those aren't, Fucking slogans that you just have people chant in a in an auditorium somewhere. They just aren't.
0: And also, I mean, she wasn't offering big structural change. You know, that that was the other I mean, did you mention the two cent wealth tax? I, I mean, it just like that that was her other thing was, you know, on the one hand she's saying big structural change, and on the other hand, she's like pointing out as a good thing that her wealth tax is only two cents because we can certainly just ask the billionaires for you know, 2% of whatever, over whatever fucking Well, line. that was
2: the thing, is that she had this like rhetorical progressivism built into her campaign that everyone assumed as this kind of thing that we all agree upon even if we don't that was the like Elizabeth Warren that we all thought, and once you like questioned any of it, there was why do you hate women? Um,
0: uh, again, it's uh... and
2: and they all seemed to be compromises to continue an institution that was fundamentally hurting us, which Bernie to his credit, opposes far more than she does.
1: Well, I I do think it's also a little bit of the idea that, oh, all you need is somebody super smart to come in and hack it. It's almost like a little bit of the techno bro aspect of neoliberalism. It's the idea there is a
0: right answer.
1: Yeah. Or that, oh, just via applying, I see it a lot, Where people think you can apply like an engineer's mindset to like something else and oh my gosh, you're you're eating soyland, you know, like and they act like it's this super smart thing and is it like that's kind
0: of embedded in the liberal notion that there is a rational and a correct way of running the state and we just need to find enough people who are rational and smart people who know these things, and then we need to listen to them. You know, everything from, I mean, you know, the Bloomberg campaign running on the fact that I was a manager, which is also what Trump ran on, Uh, the Yang campaign did that, and Warren's campaign did that. They all did it in different ways, but the general consensus was like, no, we don't need to worry about who's right and who's wrong. We all agree on the thing of what we need to do. I'm just arguing that I'm more qualified than other people to do it.
1: Speaking of Andrew Yang, he tweeted that uh, Liz Warren deserved to be doing better. She deserved more than this, and on I, what just basis? Wanted, on I just wanted—I just wanted basis? to address that sentiment I saw in a lot of the corners of the internet was that Liz deserved it. She deserved better things. We let her down kind of tone. And I just want to remind everyone, politicians are psychos and they work for us. They're not, Like It's worse to project all this onto a political figure than it is onto a celebrity or an artist. At least you're consuming some aspect of art in a personal way and having some personal experience. This is all bullshit when you project yourself onto these political figures because from the moment you met this person they've been telling a story and I too was compelled by Liz Warren the first time I saw her on the Daily Show in the early 2000s. And she was, uh, you know, doing her, I'm going to talk about, well, this is just wrong and, and blah, 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 be the smarty pants. Like it was cool. I don't think that means anything, you know? Like, it does. Like, I've heard other women uh, specifically mention seeing that interview, and the first time I saw her, and I've long wanted her to to run, and that's great. Like, I want us all to be inspired, I guess, but it, taking it too far, ladies, I don't understand getting so wrapped up where you're taking it personally that people didn't. Vote for her.
2: That that deserves better thing. Is,
1: it's really it, weird to me. The deser- well, like it, none of the politicians re- deserve shit.
2: It reminds me of like a, a statistician like watching a baseball game and taking down like who has RBIs, who has the most exactly hits, who has the most singles and doubles, and then you know adding all that up together and into this spreadsheet, and then saying, well, this is the team that should be winning. However, they aren't scoring as many runs, and a lot of people watched Elizabeth Warren. You know, all these like pundit class, like upper middle class, like liberals, who watched her debate performances, wrote down all of her good lines against Bloomberg, all of her attacks on Bernie and and, and uh, again, Bloomberg. it's the
0: mentality of people who were in gifted classes in Yeah, elementary and said
2: school. this person is doing really well if you stack them up against the other people, and she deserves better.
1: But here's my thing: is I am almost one of those people, right? So personally, I'm somebody who I I was in the gifted class in public so, so was school. I, I was yeah, 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 yeah. We were all no, no, in no, the no, gifted no. Classes. I, I, Yeah, we're, we're all, all p- you know. Yeah, but I'm saying as spectrum, a woman, right? So as gifted. a woman. I have a lot of things I could draw lines to. I too feel like I should be headlining comedy clubs. Why aren't I? (laughs) Is it because I'm a woman? Yes. Um, But as much as I can relate to aspects of feeling like, well, I do know what I'm talking about and I'm being dismissed or I'm not being taken as seriously or I'm not getting a fair shot, that is such a small part of what oppresses me. So what oppresses me more is that I can't, I've never gotten a job that's paid me really enough. (laughs) I, you know, all of the things that um, have made me more vocally a socialist are things that oppress me far more than the times I'm in a room where we're all pretending like there's an illusion of a meritocracy and I should be maybe winning, quote unquote, but I'm not.
0: Also, it's a fundamental uh, mistrust of democracy where you're saying like, oh, well, it's these idiots' fault who don't recognize the... Um, the, the
1: amazing woman right in front
0: of them. merits that must be respected above... Whether they can go to a doctor or have food,
2: well, or I, just ability to message, ability to reach people, like put together a coherent,
0: like yeah. no, I mean, like,
2: philosophy that will get you to get other people to like you, because it is at the end of the day a popularity fucking
1: contest. Well, yeah, what people? are she's the most and qualified she was extremely candidate popular. ever, and I'm like. You know what qualifies you to run for president? Being over 35 and an American citizen who's not a felon. That's it. Like, and you know what? I think you should be able to be a felon. (laughs) Um, At least. uh,
0: If I may, this was a random tweet that uh, addresses something you were saying earlier. Y'all are grasping. She was better than your candidate, better prepared, a better uniter, and this BS will never erase that. Be best. Bernie's base is like abusive boyfriends. You treat us like shit and then are shocked when we don't want to be with you. I broke up with Bernie in 16.
1: Bernie's not your boyfriend or your dad or any of those things. And how dare you, honestly? How dare you? I'm offended for Bernie's family, honestly. When I hear things like that, it's so fucking weird. Like, the privilege you have to have to view politics via this lens of projecting yourself into the center of this universe, I I just, I can't fully relate at all. Like, I don't understand why they're so sad. And for me, it's hard because I feel like it's a high level of the entertainment uh professional managerial oh, yeah. class that's that's super into this and that's my my realm I definitely I lost uh people uh someone didn't book me because I was for Bernie and they well, they were really sexist. for Liz you're and sexist. and they were uh I guess I had said I I really don't believe I had even made that many kind of mean jokes uh, in Warren's direction whatsoever and the fact that this person had told someone else that they didn't want to book me because of how I was being about the election when they are way more antagonistic than I was being. So it was just bizarre to me to like not get a spot on a show and then have these people act like how dare you? It I don't know. It was really annoying. And I just want to say for the record, I've done a lot of work on uh, a Bernie broer too about <laughs> about some of the legitimate criticisms cuz I don't let people talk kind of gross misogynistic bullshit even about women I don't like in my presence. You know, that's the other thing. I'm like, do you think I'm hanging out with a bunch of Bernie bros and they're saying like, oh god, I was you, just going to make a horrible right
2: You are right now. <laughs> You're surrounded by them.
1: I'm just, you know, I'm I am someone who, even if I dislike a woman for my own personal reasons and whatever, I do not tolerate men going down a shitty, like I don't even like it when people talk shit about women's looks in in a disparaging way, even if I don't like the person, if it's a dude. It's too if it's a gay dude or another woman. Well then we're just being we'll just be a little bitchy. And <laughs> we all know. There's a lot of socialist feminists out there, and this has been a very frustrating um, time for us. We exist. We exist. You know, different types of feminism is something that doesn't get a lot of what would play. You, what would
2: you say the different types of feminism are? I think that's good to unpack.
1: So this uh this primary um, what sort of stuck out to me was different kinds of feminism that I didn't get to see it fully, I think before this primary, how I've always been really averse to what I call kind of girl boss feminism, the Cheryl Sandberg lean in. I was really critical of that because I feel as though Uh, telling upper middle class, mostly white women that they better lean into their careers without mentioning that that requires outsourcing the domestic labor required to keep a family going to some other woman. It's disingenuous and I don't want to hear it. It's not real feminism to me. Being a feminist to me is not putting women in the exploitive positions of power. For me, and this is not something that necessarily every feminist identifies with, but for me, feminism is about uh, vulnerable people and women happen to be classically vulnerable in almost all societies. And there's no safe space for us, even within our own homes. So I am really concerned with the material conditions of women's lives and my feminism wants to improve those. And, you know, not to rag on Liz by any means, in this area, there were some areas I felt she excelled. The universal childcare initiative, uh, that's a good example of addressing material condition of a lot of women's life, a lot of working women's life, where uh, they're the primary caregivers, women are still the primary caregivers. So in order for them to pursue work, pursue school, they have to figure out childcare. And if they don't have the money to pay for daycare, to pay for an nanny or the, uh, just the luck of the draw to have, you know, mommy, auntie, whoever come and help out, it's an oppression. So there were areas I felt like Liz was actually somewhat addressing those material conditions. I do feel Liz's concern is mostly for women of the professional class who have put in their time. They went to school. They got this degree, et cetera. And I am more concerned with working class women. Um, I'm really into uh, thinking about domestic workers. I was one. And they spent a lot of time in that world. I got to see a lot of things up close. Of course, I don't want to act like my experience as a young white woman being a nanny is at all analogous to a person of color being in a domestic position, a person who... English is their second language, a person who's an immigrant, those are different experiences. But I did get to be up close with those experiences. You get to see a lot of dimensions of um, precisely that lean in feminism of professional women, where they are hiring other women to do their childcare and their cleaning and their cooking so they can, you know, honestly, ideally, hopefully, are pursuing some kind of career and that there are plenty of wealthy women who have all that help who are not pursuing a career and just a little inside baseball. They are the nightmare moms. Cause mm. they, I think existentially know they lack purpose and being a nightmare and, and managing quote unquote, managing the household in a bitchy fashion makes them feel worthwhile. And like they're doing something. I, uh, don't think that simply representation, in quotes, is real feminism. Yet, yeah, I work in entertainment. I know all about representation. It's good to have the media we're consuming reflect what we're living in this country. I'm not averse to representation as a goal. But when we talk about it in politics, what? <laughs> who cares if somebody who looks like you is president if nothing changes materially it's rich girl shit i just <laughs> rem- i'm sorry guys i went to i was a scholarship kid at prep school i know a lot of decent lovely rich girls but you're myopic if you've never punched a clock you don't know what that life is like as many uh Talks you've attended about the plight of people unlike yourself. So, I don't know. I just, I felt, you know, ironically, hearing all these Warren fans be very sad about their candidate dropping today, which, legit, cool dude. But acting like they had endured all of this... Struggle. Struggle. When I've actually, you know, it's actually been pretty annoyingly tough for me because I don't like feeling... That I can't be honest about what I think, especially in comedy, especially among other people that I was under the impression there was at least a mutual respect with. Also, a lot of people who I kind of know personally who I know weren't really involved in politics in the past, talking down to me, that was uh, just egoically, it was very hard it's to handle. Very
2: vampire Castle. Yeah. <laughs> it's very vampire castle. It's
1: very vampire castle. All right. Is it too much? Do we do too much Warren stuff? I is it too much, I think? The, or is it just enough? It's
2: the day. It's the day. It is <laughing> the day. It's the day to do it. And I will 100%. It's a lot of repressed uh, frustration. Look.
1: Yeah. And I'll 100% Yas Queen uh, Warren if she joins our big tent here and any kind of decency. I know you guys think it's doubtful. I'm going to... I'm saying the vibes feel very... It yeah, could we'll go... Say,
0: for, to those who are Warren stans, ha ha, you picked a loser. <laughs> um, but <laughs> if you want to stop picking a loser, then fine. I mean, I think the calculus is honestly just... She's not going to do anything until the primary winds down, and then she'll Let- probably be... I mean, she... She'll be shut out of the Biden administration regardless. And she'll probably have a place in a Sanders administration regardless. So the fuck's the matter? Like, at the end of the day, if she wants to be Secretary of Finance or whatever the fuck, like, Bernie will probably give it to her.
2: I don't know what deal they gave with Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar and probably offering to Liz Warren right now.
0: Yeah, well, well, Buttigieg. Desperately needs a cabinet position to stay relevant because no,
2: he's an MSNBC contributor to the end yeah, of fucking time.
0: Yeah, I think I don't Yang think, just signed with CAA.
2: CAA? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think Bader Judge wants to be a media guy. I think he wants to be a politics guy. The problem is no one likes voting for him, so he needs to be appointed to a cabinet position in order to remain a politician. Amy, I mean, you know, she can continue to be senator, or maybe she gets a cabinet position. But bitter judge desperately needs something because no one likes voting for
1: him. No, but nobody likes voting for him. Okay, we all know how enjoyable voting is. <laughs> it's really about the experience. The day of. All right, I think we got to pivot to our, uh, are we calling this the Tanky Update? The Tanky uh, the Whisper. The I don't know whisper whisper exactly
0: or... what this is. Well, well look, thing.
1: part of the aim of this it's podcast is to let people know about scarier commies and people, uh, <laughs> tankies, et cetera.
0: Right. I don't have a huge
1: issue with
2: them. Yeah, <laughs> we know, that's why. We
1: know, we, but we just want to show people how silly they're being when they act like very reasonable things are so radical.
2: And I can't, okay, this is like, I can't wait until, you know, New York Times comes out with an article just like they did on the alt-right. Oh, shit, Just like they did with the alt-right. Oh. uh, Or there's a fucking quote. yeah. no
0: yeah incel got ruined okay boomer got ruined all these fucking great things They haven't
2: gotten tanky they
0: haven't said the word tanky yet libs have started saying tanky libs have started saying tanky to mean generally like bernie or bust people or something Um,
1: (laughs) which is in itself hilarious. hilarious yeah
0: Anyway, I I don't know. I guess this is my thing.
2: So what's a tanky?
0: Okay, so it arises from, I think, 1958 or... I don't know. It was after Stalin died. It was probably early 60s. It was under Khrushchev. But essentially, you had a bunch of communist parties in different nations. They all sort of answered to the Communist International, which was an office of the Soviet Union, Um, and officially had to tow certain party lines uh, to remain within the Communist International. So at a certain point, there was an uprising in Hungary. Khrushchev crushed it with tanks. uh, And within British leftist circles, there began a split within the Communist Party of Britain over people who supported that and people who did not support it. People who supported it became called tankies, Tanky then existed as a term on the left for many years, generally being applied sort of regardless of actual ideology. It, it had been applied to quote-unquote Stalinists, Marxist-Leninists who followed Khrushchev. Uh, Trotskyists, etc. It generally just implied you were had a somewhat authoritarian bent and were somewhat dogmatic in your beliefs and very unwilling to negotiate with others. Since 2016, it has sort of become more boiled down on internet leftist circles to specifically refer to people who call themselves Marxist-Leninists that other people call Stalinists, Uh, and it specifically refers to people who, one, believe that uh, Joseph Stalin uh, was a positive force in the history of the Soviet Union, two, they sign on to certain doctrinal positions of Marxism-Leninism that I'm not getting into now. Uh, And three, they generally have a support of what is known as actual existing socialism or AES, uh, which would refer to everything from the modern Chinese state, uh, North Korea. Venezuela? Yeah, well, Venezuela... Uh, Laos, I think, or Vietnam. I don't want to. Yeah, I think Laos and Vietnam are extant communist states. And there's a gradient line, and it's classically was used as an insult. It has since 2016 been taken on by a lot of Marxist Leninists as sort of a self-defined term. I don't. I don't know. That's just well, who they are. That's and pretty also, good. that's a pretty. Yeah, good that's a pretty
1: good.
2: I feel like we could have premium episodes of you just describing those nitty gritty.
0: Yeah, there's like, like a lot of weird shit. That, well, like, no,
2: just like going through <laughs> the nitty gritty of what you just said, we we could just take apart for hours. Yeah. But I think the takeaway is that they mean authoritarian left. Um, a lot
0: of oh, specifically nowadays it. Specifically, is applied to pro-Stalin leftists, right,
2: pro-Stalin left. which
0: is to differentiate because there are also very authoritarian Trotskyists who, back in the 90s, would have been called tankies. There, the whole notion of focusing on AES as a measure actually arose a lot in different Trotskyist circles, uh, notably the Marcyites, uh, whereas modern, quote-unquote, tankies, as we know them, are hyper-anti-Trotskyist, uh, which, again, that's a whole nother thing because...
2: We can go over that in the premium. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the takeaway is that they're generally referring to authoritarian leftists generally... Pro Soviet Union, uh, specifically to pro Stalin, to but also uh, they're generally anti-identity politics and.
0: No, that is not see, necessarily true. No, that that's, that's not my, a thing. That was
2: my impression. No. Um,
0: no, see the. It was okay. more
2: like the, the 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 idea that
0: you're getting into stupid poll there, okay. which is. There are overlaps between tankies and stupid poles. This is the bro pole. section. Yeah, of this the, is of the this feminist sucks so podcast. much. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So,
1: but, but meanwhile, my whole purpose here is just to be like, yeah, there are people out here who are like, yeah, all the bad things you associate with communism. I like them, and they are. When, we have a specific term for them.
2: When did when did you when did you come apart? When did you come upon tanky as a term?
1: Um, Probably not until after 2016. It was something uh, as I got more into the left book space and et cetera, essentially discovering like fanboys.
0: Tankies are extremely willing to say... Like, they'll make general, like, very broad arguments about white, global white supremacy as being a driving force for, for example, why we think uh, North Korea is bad. The, they're, they're extremely willing to engage in what would vulgarly be called id poll most of the time. There are some who are not, but it's sort of, that's more of like a fucking four quadrant thing. Than anything else. There there's like anti-Id poll anarchists. There's probably the biggest anti-It poll people now would be the sort of social democrats, slightly socialists, greater chapo-
2: The dirtbag left is. The yeah, but poll. like
0: specific, like there's more or less extreme factions of that. But like, yeah, I mean generally stupid poll would be the Catch-all term for that, and that's just from fucking Chapo subreddits splitting apart. Uh, I don't know; it's all dumb. Um,
1: <laughs> it is all dumb. I just want to remind everyone: <laughs> all of all this stupid. is dumb, and uh, everything but is, they, is they an do illusion. Have some great
2: conspiracies, and I think that's where we can tie that's that in. What I if, love: if the tankies come up with a great conspiracy, whether it's about China or they have a take about um, North Korea or Venezuela they're very pro like they're very pro Venezuela oh, I mean I'm pro
0: Venezuela yeah, we're all, we're all, we're, all pro Venezuela they have Venez- some good points there about, there's in like in the early days like of post 2016 uh the big Thing was fucking the Syrian civil war and
2: yeah, they're being
0: stands. extremely hardliners for Assad, uh, which, you know, there's nuance to that, sure. But that was the big thing at the time uh, when it, all these were factions kind of North crystallized. Korea. Gotta give them a win now and again.
1: I just think that, uh, big deal. Big deal. There are some people out here who are like Stalin did nothing wrong. They're not doing anything to you. Yeah. Also, when I make a joke about guillotine, guys, guys, lighten up.
2: They they, they go very on, unlikely they go I'm gonna on, actually guillotine you. They go on you. YouTube with like Chinese, North Korean flags, um, and it's give larping. Lectures, it's give, it's
1: yeah, it's, give, it's no different than getting into other kinds of fandoms. Uh, Materially, there's no like burgeoning danger from uh,
0: yeah, a- no. I mean, uh, honestly, for the most part, they're not awful in real life most of the time, and frankly, at this point, they're not that awful online anymore. Um, they've fallen
2: in line with Bernie, right?
0: Well, I mean, again,
1: <sighs> which is. Something I've come across, people who feel like they wouldn't participate in any kind of politics do feel compelled to participate for Bernie Sanders. Bernie
0: Sanders is bringing a bunch of, uh, a lot of former abstentionist leftists, Boots Riley in particular, who I think actually is a Marxist-Leninist. We can talk about whether he's, quote unquote, a (laughs) tanky. Probably not, but... I mean they're their boots on the ground in protest for the most part. You you can get into arguments with them on Facebook, but honestly that's mostly a distraction. They do good work a lot of the times. They'll run food banks, they'll you know, they'll run different projects here and there. They they do good work. Yeah, occasionally online you'll get in an argument about like North Korea, I guess, but for the most part they're fine, they're not that big of a deal. And also most in real life socialists in America, outside of the DSA are Trotskyists? Uh, I, I think
2: it's something to watch and to kind well, of... Well,
0: yeah, no, I think a, the interesting thing would be uh, the New York Times writing a tanky article. Because you're right, that will happen that will at happen. some point. We've and we're just happen.
1: spoken it into being. With
2: the ascendancy of Bernie Sanders, they will find the most radical supporters. I mean, it might not be a Project Veritas or something along those lines, but it will be someone saying gulags were good. Well, I
0: mean, Veritas literally already did that. Video. Yeah, they did that, but New York
2: Times is going to get a hold of a person who goes on the record as a tanky and we're here to track that story as it as it, com-
1: as it as it happens. As it happens. All right. So
2: we got to talk about Tom
1: Oh God! Does Tom Meyer need more podcast publicity? He does not. <laughs> he does not. Um, if you don't know, if it, wouldn't it be great if we just got a bunch of like hometown fans yes. who found yes. us and they were like, we just need more Tom Meyer we content. Need more Tom Meyer. I saw Tom Meyer. Material. He was at the stand last Sunday in a roast battle.
2: Didn't you inform him of something?
1: I did. I didn't know. I assumed Tom Meyer was uh, searching his own name on Twitter and things like that. Um, I assume he just searches, uh, he's got a tweet deck and one column just has bong hit transplant. He's He, trying he to- did
0: just tweet that he's going to be voting Bernie.
1: He did endorse Bernie today, that is, that is true. That is something so to So I have in the nothing bad to Maryland. say about Tom Myers' political views, but uh, a lot of people were joking, town fans mostly, that Tom Myers was possibly the comedy writer that Bloomberg was rumored to have hired so I saw him in person last Sunday and I said ha ha so I guess you're not the Bloomberg comedy writer <laughs> thinking 100% he was fully aware of this being joked about online he had no idea and then I had to be like yeah well this is some Comtam fans joking that it's you Tom uh, he was, Because uh, the
0: comedy was shitty, so <laughs> <laughs> that was why they. Please go look just, up the look,
1: material
0: done Tom on Tom
1: Myers Meier. is one of a kind. That's all I'll say Baltimore about it. Legend. That is all I will say about it. But he didn't know, and then he was like, "Oh, you think I'd be at this gig if I got that one?" But um, yeah, so I did. I did break that news to Tom. Uh, I can't believe he's not searching himself like that. R.I.P. to a
2: real
0: one, Bloomberg.
1: Yeah, Bloomberg. Mini Mike.
0: Aerial. Did we all see Bam Margera today?
1: We did see Bam Margera apologize to Amanda Mercott that she had to...
0: Pretend to like
1: jackass. Pretend to like jackass. I do want to mention a little bit of frivolity before we, before we get out of here. Um, I do want to I've got an Orb Gang update. I know I mentioned before, should Liz Warren come over to Bernie's side, we have already planned and prepped a new emoji for her. So let's hope we get to use it. But on February 22nd, 2020, the Orb Gang put Chris Matthews in an astral prison meme. And, uh, what? Yeah, what does that mean? We we made a meme where we put him in an astral prison, meaning an energetic prison where we declared he was. I say we like I was. I didn't just retweet this. You were personally responsible. That I was personally. I just co-signed it. Uh, I am in contact
2: here personally. Put. Chris Matthews, Chris Matthews in, in an a,
1: astral prison. And that, look at that. Wouldn't you know, not even three weeks later, he's out of here. Is that a
2: euphemism for Central Park?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the Central Park of, of, the, astral plane. of the fifth dimension. So uh, the astral plane would be the energetic field we can all um, go to in our dreams and mix it up. It's also a tool to put bad people in an energetic cage and we did it with Chris Matthews. I just want to say the witchcraft is working. So, if you are a meme magician out there, keep doing it. Meme magic, it's how Trump won. It's how we're going to win. Uh, I think we've got the meme magic this time for sure. So, I am not worried um I that was just my Orb Gang update. We we've uh, put the centrists coalescing around Biden in their own golden eggs, where they cannot harm us. So hopefully that'll take into effect. That will go into effect soon. Um, and finally, I just want to say where we're at in terms of celebs. Uh, we got Kirsten Dunst for Bernie. Yep. So that's a Little more impressive than even the Tom Myers endorsement. But Whoa. sadly, Cher said she's with Biden, she's with Joe. But then later she said it was a joke, and Cher's very hard to decipher <laughs> on Twitter. Highly recommend you, you glance at her Twitter. I hope it was a joke that she's with Joe Biden. Um, Michael Ian Black. We knew, we knew you were the gonna worst. go for Biden, dude. The you worst. suck.
2: <laughs> Even Megan McCain should just get their it's, own astral plane. Aren't they
1: d- make another movie together?
2: Yeah, just go on the road together to show how different they are when they endorse the same fucking person. Yeah,
1: yeah. fuck them guys. Anyway, Stop um, being such any a
2: Stephen.
0: Oh God, sorry. I just yeah, Stephen just rightly reminded. Me of that episode of Tom Goes to the Mayor with Michael Ian Black, which was in fact awesome.
1: I'm in comedy. A lot of us have uh, bad opinion. Yeah, we're terrible people. Uh, we're some's fucked in our brain. Some of us are worse than others. That's <laughs> all I want to say. Um, and, and you know that it's coming up. Gangbusters. All the people I like the best are for Bernie. It's just happening mm-hmm. that way. It's 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 really lovely anyway guys you got you got any last thoughts
2: i had a I had a great experience today uh tweeting at Brian lair. oh yeah, hell yeah <laughs> I tweeted at Brian Lair uh, with my podcast handle, which you can follow Pinko Steve um, they were doing a segment on coronavirus, and uh, a caller called up and said how great um China had been doing. And I tweeted sarcastically that uh, listening to Brian Lair talk about how much communism is better equipped at handling the coronavirus. And uh, then he said it. He said it out loud on the air.
1: He's a communist now, he's, he's, you did it Brian Steve. Lehrer,
2: Brian Lair is a communist, but yes, I got him to read my sarcastic pro-communism tweet. Um, Hell yeah. On air. And got him to laugh and like. And uh, now you can laugh and like uh, that tweet and others on our social media. We've got social media,
1: guys. Tommy
2: Sluts on social media. We're rolling it out uh, like a bunch of...
1: Very online people. Yeah, online I, uh, people. I'm Bunny Themelis. I'm at Bunny Themelis on Twitter. We've also got at Pinko Kami Sluts uh, on Twitter and Instagram. We're, I don't know what photos we're going to put up, but it'll, we'll put something there. Uh, I just wanted to grab these handles uh, Twitter, we have Instagram. A um, Facebook group. Oh, yeah. We have a shitposting group. We have a That's probably going to be the most active.
2: <laughs> Pinko
1: Kami Sluts
2: shitposting. Marlo, do you want to plug your?
0: I have nothing to plug.
1: <laughs> I, I I feel like I want to have uh, Marlo be um, pink or sluts with journalist Steve Klett, comedian Bunny Themelis, and mysterious Marlo the Marxist. <laughs> like, just cloak you completely in mystery. Maybe have some sort of avatar then we could, yeah, some kind of avatar we could digitally mask you with. It, should we ever get into video content? Video, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, blurred face, blurred Marlowe.
1: Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah. But my face, you can look at it. And guys, I'm still playing Washington D.C. March 12th at the <laughs> Wonderland Ballroom. If you listen to this, um, look it up. Anyway, guys, uh, I want us to have a different outro song eventually, but I think our theme song right now. It's fucking gangbusters. Um, Thank you guys. This has been Pinko Comic Sluts.
2: Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Pinko. Pinko. Comic. Sluts. Pinko. Comic.